Lead gen, lead gen, lead gen. Leads, where do they come from? How do we find them? How do we cross paths with our ideal client? This is a big frustration for so many service-based businesses. And today I'm going to talk about five ways you can generate leads. And not only am I going to talk about the five ways, but I'm going to talk about the pros and the cons of each, because the fact is Legion isn't, you know, always the easiest, funnest thing for a lot of businesses, business owners. I get that. And so if we kind of break it down and understand, here are some things that, here are some reasons why this might be a better fit for you. And here are some reasons why this might not be the best fit for you. It can help you make decisions around how you expend your effort to generate leads for your business so that you can have consistent client pipeline, meaning consistent clients coming in to your business so that you can have a thriving, thriving business. I'm Selena Guerrero, and this is the Thrive Biz Chat, where we talk about what it really takes to generate clients consistently. Uh, I am also the founder of the Thrive Sales Accelerator, which helps service-based entrepreneurs consistently generate more clients so you can grow and thrive. Um, let's go ahead and get started. I want to just, before I do that, say this is episode 10. <laughs> So I'm happy with that. I made it to 10. Yay. Um, of these episodes of these conversations around different topics um, for service-based businesses. All right. So number one, I'm just going to dive into it. Okay, here we go. Get out your pens, turn, open your ears. We're going to get going here. So the first one is outbound social selling. Okay. I want to talk a little bit about what this really means, okay? And what it really means is it means that you are going to identify leads on social media. That's what that means. And it, you're going to have an opportunity to really think, who do I want to work with, right? How am I going to, and how am I going to find them? And on the pros side of Finding leads, right? Because we're talking about lead gen and social media platforms is that you can do a very highly targeted search, okay? You can do a very highly targeted search, which means that you can um, identify ahead of time who it is you want to reach out to to increase the chances that you're talking to somebody who is actually going to become a client. Meaning if, and we're going to talk about this later, but if you're doing marketing, it's just a broader net, right? It's a broader net. And that broader net might, it takes time to filter out the people that may not be the best client fit for you. Okay. So on the pro side of social selling, which is identifying people on social media platforms and reaching out to them, um, you can, it's highly targeted. You also have more control over outcomes to some extent because of that. And I would say that it is the fastest route to a one-on-one -on -one conversation with an ideal client. Okay. So going direct, not saying, okay, now here's what social selling isn't. It's not, you know, messaging people and then auto having some, you know, software auto message them back 
telling them something that you want them to know about. Okay. That is not social selling. Social selling is really based on relationships. It's about um, building rapport, understanding someone and beginning a conversation. It is not about Autobots, <laughs> you know, quickly responding every time I accept a, a, a message or an inquiry and getting essentially kind of spammed, right? With that, it's like a copy paste that basically says like, this is what I do and you should think about doing this, right? And I'm guilty of that. I get it. It's easiest way in some ways, but that's not really what we're talking about when we're talking about social selling. So if you're doing it right, it can be really the fastest route to a one-to-one -one conversation, Okay. All right. So here's the, the cons of, of social selling, right? It really rejection, I guess, you know, I mean, if you think about reaching out to someone directly and not getting a response or being told no, or it's not easy, right? That's why a lot of people don't really enjoy the, that sales aspect, right? Being told no. Um, it actually requires pretty much consistent dedication to it, right? It's not something you can just plan, like set up your marketing funnel and then, you know, that's it, right? Like, you know, you can plan it ahead. You need to do it on a daily basis and with some really, you know, real consistency. And that might be difficult for some, um, some of you, right? It might just that, that may not work within your schedule. Um, and, you know, a time, a time is sort of a con around this in terms of just the investment you may be so busy running the business that um, you might want to sort of hire out some of the, the sales pipeline work, the business development side of your business. And while it might be, I would say, if I had to guess, it would be a little easier to hire for, you know, a marketing email copywriter um, than somebody to be a social seller for your business, meaning on your behalf, cultivate those relationships. So um, especially for smaller service-based businesses, it is, I have been through that it is very, you know, it is challenging to get the right person. So um, uh, I've hired people before, I've worked with, I've trained sales people, and it's a real um, challenge sometimes. But um, if you're will, if you feel like this is really the best route for your particular business, it's completely possible. All right. Okay. So that's number one. Okay. So you're, you want to think to yourself, like, hmm, the pros are like, you know, I, it's really targeted. I can get the one-on-one -on -one conversation going quickly. And is that worth it versus the, you know, rejection and the daily interaction that's pretty much required? So you can kind of think that, think through that for yourself. All right. But let's go on to number two. So number two is social media to free content. Now, I don't, I'm not saying social media in and of itself, okay, in my view, is not about lead generation. Okay. So if you post something, and you're, you might be doing authority building, right? Credibility building, but that is not lead generation. And why is it not lead generation? Because you're not, there's no call to action, right? A call to action requires someone to respond. The objective in the sending out a post on social media is I want you to know about this and I want you to kind of like me or learn a little bit about my point of view. But if you don't actually at the end of that social media piece say, hey, well, if you want to learn more, you could download, as I say here, either a freebie, a webinar, a quiz, a, a checklist, whatever that looks like, an on-demand training, a, a masterclass, it can be live, it can be on-demand, whatever. But social media to, with a call to action to that free media is lead generation. Social media by itself is not, okay? So the pros of using this combo you know, these little 
the little, you know, one each half of one uh, using this pair, I should say together, is that uh, you if you love ideas and you love creating content, this is a great option for you. OK, this is definitely a great option for you. Um, you also the second pro would be that you can schedule ahead of time. Right. So like at the top of every month, you can plan all your posts right with the call to action. And that gets rolled out over the next four weeks or the eight weeks. You know, you can really plan ahead. So if you absolutely love ideas and creating graphics or content and love sharing that and you especially love to plan ahead, this can be a really good choice for you in terms of generating leads for your business, okay? The con, okay, is that social media platforms, for better or worse, are, they're wonderful tools, but they all, it also can be very challenging for that wonderful content that you created to be seen, okay? So everyone's like, you know, working the algorithm, the algorithms are changing. And the algorithm, of course, is that thing, is the way that the system, you know, the social media platform works to show certain content, right? If I have a thousand people following me, not all thousand people are going to see my content. So that is definitely a con of social media plus uh, call to action um, as a lead gen option, okay? Now, the other con I would say is that we're really talking about a when we talk about lead generation, it is the first part of a sales funnel, which is first we need to, you know, cross paths with someone, then they need to opt in. That is what we say. That's kind of a term around people signing up for things and you getting their email address. Now, at that point, you might need to continue to nurture that relationship through email. And then eventually, maybe they'll sign up for another webinar or another free piece of content. And then after a while, they become clients. Now that is a great option, but in if you are going, if you want to get to that one-to-one call, right? Consult call, sales call, whatever you want to call it, right? If you want to get to that, whereas the social selling, while you definitely have to have some interactions, it's sort of the fastest route. Whereas you're going to need to go through a number of steps if you're putting social media content out there with that freebie and then the email and then the, and then the, finally setting up the call, right? So just thinking about that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That is absolutely, you know, part of what I do. But just understanding that it's slightly more passive, right, than that social selling outbound sort of um, reaching out and and trying to um, communicate directly with people who you've already kind of vetted are, could, are probably, you know, like are, a, a, you know, a high likelihood that they would be clients, or at least, you know, you've got 60% of that before you've reached out. You have no idea what the other 40% is on the social selling side, right? But you've got 60% through who evaluating who your typical client is, you've kind of gotten there. So, and a lot of times people will take that freebie back on the social media plus webinar or freebie, people will do that. And then they're really not interested in hiring you, but they just want the free content, which is part of the game, which is okay. But that's social media. Okay. So pros, you love content, you love scheduling ahead, cons, takes a lot of time and you don't always know your content's being seen. Okay. I'm going to go into number three. Number three. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Adds to webinar free content. Okay. Again, if you're doing an ad, you're not just saying, hi, my name is Selena and I'm the founder of this awesome accelerator. And that's it, right? The whole point is the call to action, right? Um, 
when we talk about ads, I should clarify, this is mostly what, what I'm talking about is on either Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Google, in an online environment where it's not like somebody just a mailer necessarily, right? It's, it's well, even a mailer is going to have a call to action. But this idea is that it's going to be something that, again, is targeted, but it's going to be targeted in a way that is not personalized, right? So it's going to, you know, when you're creating ads, you basically say, I want you know, this type of person in this region who has liked this on their Facebook page, right? You're, you're creating some criteria, but it's a very high level, okay? And so if you're doing that, you're going to need that call to action. Pros, again, really targeted. You can get pretty, you can't get as targeted as the social selling, meaning there's a difference between sending an ad to someone and actually finding that person online and identifying details about them and building relationship. Okay. But it's still really tar targeted. And frankly, once you identify that ideal audience, you've got the criteria of where, who's going to receive those ads and you've got the right call to action, you can generate leads pretty quickly. So if you've got the right audience and the right call to action, which again, takes some time to work through, <laughs> um, you know, you, you can really, uh, it's like a little bit of a snowball effect in terms of, of, of getting those right leads in your door. Okay. Now the cons of ads are that they're expensive. You really kind of have to have money for this. Um, and frankly, you know, ad is your, it's kind of like a cold outreach, right? People don't really know you personally. Um, and so, um, there's a little less upfront credibility, right? Because they're they might ignore you um, after the, the download. They don't. They're not invested in you yet, right? So it's a little bit of a little bit of a different different dynamic. So ads number that's number three. Claire says something here. Hi, Claire. M she says master class on lead generation and social media combination. How do you use it effectively? Well. I, I think, I don't know if you're talking about me, but thank you. I mean, but basically, yes, is this right, Claire? I mean, it's this idea that people put social media out there, but they don't have that call to action. It's actually social media, in my opinion, is not lead generation, right? It is not lead generation until you have that call to action, that super combo, right? Um, okay, so let's keep going. I'm going to talk about number four, which is what I call cornerstone content. And cornerstone content is blog video or podcast. Okay. What it's a long term, um, episodic, episodic content. Okay. So like I'm doing this thrive biz chat every Wednesday at 9am Pacific. That is episodic. It's cornerstone content. It's something that I do in my business. It's something that I will do for a very, very long time in my business and will serve as a cornerstone of establishing authority and credibility and so on. But it can also be a, a force for lead generation, okay? Why? Because I've told you who I am. And at the end of this, I'm going to tell you something that you can download. So I'm going to offer you something, right? I'm going to give you something that you could download for free that will serve you, that will help you. And once you do that, we begin to build that relationship, okay? Now, again, I would say the difference between... So if you're having social media... Some of the social media that you might be sending out might be this, might be a blog or a video or a podcast. So it's not only is it so the pros of it, right, are that you're going to be establishing long term credibility. You are going to have content for your social media. 
you are going to increase your SEO. And over time, it's going to be like a snowball effect and you are going to be recognized and your reach is going to increase uh, tremendously over time. Okay. So those are the pros. The cons of it, right, from a lead generation perspective is that you really need to make sure this is a long-term commitment to the lifetime of your business. Okay. So um, while it's, it's maybe shorter term to do, you know, social selling or to do the social media posts, um, those activities live at the moment you do it, right? It's like, I'm sending someone an, a, a message on LinkedIn, or I'm sending a message on Facebook to a potential prospect, right? It only lives in that moment, really. If I send a social media post, it's in the feed, and then it's basically gone. It's not searchable. Neither of those are searchable, okay? But if I have a podcast or a, a video on YouTube or, you know, or um, even a long-term email or blog, those are, those, or I should say blog, those things will live forever on the internet, right? They will always be there. They are searchable. They have a longer life, uh, shelf life, right? And so from that perspective, it's very valuable. However, as I said, the cons are, you know, it's really going to serve you well if you do it weekly, I would say, for basically forever <laughs> is sort of what I'm suggesting. Okay. So again, you know, long-term you're kind of, you have, as we go through these five things, you kind of have to decide what mix you want. All right. All right. So let's look at number five. Number five is guest speaking. Okay. Guest speaking. Um, what does this mean? It means, um, well, like webinar, somebody invites me to their webinar, uh, someone invites me to their stage. Someone invites me to their podcast. Now, what happens? The pros of this, of course, right, are that, okay, sorry, what happens is I am talking about what I'm really good at, but I get to do that in someone else's audience, to, with some, to somebody else's audience. I am suddenly walking into a space where all hundreds, thousands, potentially people um are exposed to my message, okay? And that's huge. So certainly the pros of this, especially, especially if you have like one to three topics that you do over and over again, you don't have to recreate the wheel every time you get a speaking gig, right? What are the one to three top topics you talk about? Um, you can, you're leveraging that existing content over and over again. You are exposed to more potential clients. And most of the time, I mean, you want to do the marketing too, right? Because you want, you, you want to make sure that everybody's seeing that other people think you're important enough to be seen on other podcasts or webinars, right? Other stages. But the, a lot of the marketing is done by the person that is hosting you. Okay. Um, all right. So um, the cons, the cons, the cons, the cons of guests. Oh, sorry. I should say as a lead gen tool, guest speaking is of course, you know, at the end, usually you get to invite people to buy your book or to download a freebie or to, you know, take a quiz. Or, I mean, I've seen so many, there's so many different, usually when you're speaking on another person's webinar or stage or podcast, you have an opportunity to, again, get that freebie webinar, something in there. Um, even just going to your website and learning more about you, right? Um, it, it's uh, just, I just want to be clear. 
this is a big problem people have is they go on stages or they do the social media and they don't have a way to continue the relationship. Okay. So super important. All right. Now the cons of guest speaking is you will need to most likely invest some time and some money um, into finding those opportunities. And especially at the beginning, you're not necessarily well known enough. And so people are like not necessarily coming to you. Um, the addition, additionally, you know, you'll have to, you know, often like wait, you've got like four weeks. Sometimes you can't necessarily have the timing isn't always 100% in terms of your own marketing schedule. Um, and I would say also the downside is you may not have the right audience, right? If you're going to take the time to prepare and speak in someone's podcast stage or, uh, or webinar, that's a good amount of time. And if you're not actually being um, exposed to the audience that could, that is a really good client for you, it's kind of you know, it's not, it's not necessarily of, of high value to you, right? You get the speaking experience and all that. You might actually be able to direct your audience, right? Your audience to that, to that content, which is amazing, which is great as a nurturing piece, as a way of continuing to build authority with your existing audience. But if you don't, if that audience doesn't necessarily have any interest in what you offer, it may not, it's sort of the down, the downside of that. So it's really, the con really is like, if you're not, if you don't have the right audience, it's not going to necessarily work for you. So I want to recap. And one of the way that I want to recap is I want to recap by talking about sort of what I call the secret sauce of each of these opportunities to generate leads. Okay. All right. So number one, outbound social selling, the special sauce, the key ingredient to your success is really human relationships. It's about building relationships. It's about human-human interaction, okay? So if that is a particular strength of yours, this is a great way to invest your time in generating leads. For social media, okay, with that call to action, of course, your key ingredient for success is content, is ideas and content. If you like creating online graphics and uh, uh, you know posts and all of and all of those things, if you just are so it's so natural to you, it feels so good. This might be a great way for you to leverage uh, and generate leads for your business. Okay. If you have a lot of money, right, if you're already at a place where you're just ready to move forward and, and really grow and you got money in, in your bank, that is sort of the key ingredient for ads, okay, because it is a way of really accelerating the leads into your business, okay? For cornerstone content, okay, the secret sauce, the, the key ingredient for success is time, meaning time to do it over the longer term, okay? And it might take you more time to do a webinar or to, uh, sorry, to do a, a podcast every week or a video every week or write a really significant blog every week. It might take time, but it's also time in terms of longevity, okay, and how long you continue to do that. Sorry, so if you're really invested in your business and you really want to leverage that, um, really want to make an investment over the longer term, this is a great opportunity for you to let generate leads in your business. 
And lastly, guest speaking. The secret sauce key ingredient for success is speaking. Okay. Not everybody likes to speak. Not everybody likes that, right? You know, you might want to be, uh, you might love writing instead, right? You, you might love conversations for on the social selling side, right? Maybe you just love having conversations, do social selling. You might love writing, do a blog, right? And so if you love to speak, if it's just something you feels really good about, you feel really good about, or you just feel like that's something, a strength you want to, uh, sorry, that's something you want to improve. Do this. It's so easy, right? If you know how to, if you love speaking and you have good ideas, you just have your one to three ideas and then you go out and just say, I'm available, right? So that, so I would say, as you look at your business and you say, hmm, what should I be doing to generate leads in my business? You have here are five options. And again, focus in on what you do well relationship building and conversations, creating content, money, time, and speaking. And you that, that's sort of a, a way of evaluating what's the first step I should be taking? What's the first thing I can do? And I will say, with all that being said, doing more than one is usually, usually the best thing to do. You really most cases, you want a combination of some of these things. But as you look at the pros, as you reflect on the pros and cons of each of these, think about where you feel most comfortable. Start there. Start getting going. Commit to it over the longer term. And then you can roll in other things, right? Or you could pick two, okay? Two to start. And just, just do those two. And then over time, you can add a third or a fourth or a fifth, right? That might take years. And, you know, you might be the kind of person that wants to do it all, okay? But thinking about what it really takes to generate leads for your business and how are you going to do that consistently so that you have consistent clients, consistent revenue. You can hire people to do the things you don't want to do. You don't, you, I like to say, create a beyond one business. You know, don't be a solopreneur. Create more balance in your business by having sales come into your business consistently. And when you do that, you have a lot more options about creating a business that you love. I want to leave with my lead, with my freebie, right, that I mentioned. And you can go to, I'll put it in the comments, it's leadgen5.com. Again, leadgen5.com. And it is a cheat sheet for everything I just talked about, five ways to generate leads. I hope you'll download it, take a look at it and think, more clearly, hopefully around the pros and cons of each and basically just kind of confronting the fact that it's not lead gen is something you have to do. And so you might as well go in and pick one and, and get the ball rolling. Thank you for being here today. It's been a pleasure to share this information with you and to help you think more about, you know, one of my basically obsessions is like creating a consistent pipeline of clients, right? That is my goal in life to help people do that because the ups and downs of running a business with sales is, it's just, it's not no fun. And it's a re reason that a lot of people end up leaving their businesses. So this is a really good tool, this cheat sheet for you to reflect and think about what are you really going to, what kind of choices you're going to make to actively generate leads for your business because counting on referrals isn't always a great way to go. You don't know when they're going to come focus on what you can proactively do for your business today by generating leads.
All right. That's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. Check out leadgen5.com and I will be here next week. Have a great one. Bye.